We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Welcome to a brand new week. It's IB Nation Sports Talk. And uh, August 7th, what Vince and I call Happy Anniversary Day. That's right. It's happy not, Anniversary it's to you, sir. To, to you, sir, as well. And to your wife, of course. Because yes. it's not our anniversary. It's, <laughs> no. We, we each have wedding anniversaries today. It it really just meant that Amazingly our friendship enough. was destined to happen. That's, That's right. all that it meant because Did we, we met, just what? become best friends. <laughs> <laughs> we we met about two. What I don't know, a month. Let's say a month before I got married. So I was trying I'm, to remember. Was it even a full month? It like, might it not was, have been. It, it seemed like it might have been within weeks. You know, before you got married. Yeah, I think that's probably accurate. So it's not like we planned this. Like that date was already set in stone. And uh, and here we are. You are. It's a big one for you. The big 3-0, man. The big 3-0. 30. Amazing. Man, 30 freaking years. Where did did any of that, especially when I look at the pictures, it's like (laughs) I look back and... uh, it's like, where did that guy go? <laughs> what happened to him? I know the feeling. Where's, where's all that luscious dark hair? You still have your luscious dark hair. I have. It's, it's starting to go though. No, let's not fool anybody. It's starting to go. But and and I know you have been adamant about this because I haven't seen you do anything about it. Like you're letting it go, and that's what I'm gonna let nature take its course. It's I'm, uh, you know, like. As I look at it, you know, because the, you know, the thing on the back is, you know, getting a little more, you know, the spot on the back or whatever, you know, it grows a little bit, obviously, all the time. And, you know, it starts to thin a little bit on top. And I've just this summer, you know, I just decided, why am I clinging to these gray scragglies on top? I'm just going to start buzzing this stupid thing. I'm I'm getting closer to that point where it's a matter of time before I become a, a, a shaved bald guy. You're just right. going all, so. just going for it. Just <laughs> yeah, this is this is. I'm inching my way towards it. Yeah, right now so yeah. yeah. I met Adam here. I got his comment up on the screen. Met Adam outside of practice the other day. Good to see you, Adam, and appreciate your comments. And uh, crying is chances we can get Sean Davis on for an episode of IB Nation. 
sports talk. You know, I've thought about that. Like, I don't. I, I need to talk to him and to Brian about, you know, like, I don't know, like, like crossovers, how, and... how any of their, or, you know, like their agreements work, you know, like Sean filled in a month or so ago on a show and it was awesome having oh. on, but I got to make sure that, you know, it's going to be worth his while, I guess, <laughs> to this do it true. more than just the one time. This is true. So now we, I, I assume, I don't, I guess I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but last year, you know, all the post-game shows, Sean was a part of it. True. This year, True. I'm not 100% sure what that's going to look like. All I know for sure is Ryan and I are at the very least kicking it off. So it'll be Ryan and I for the post-game show, and then Brian will dip in after he gets kind of his written work done, that kind of stuff. And yeah. uh, I assume Sean Davis is going to roll through, but uh, yeah. we'll have to see. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think it would be, you know, like I've thought about, like, uh, you know, even if it's maybe just for a rapid fire or something like that, you know, like once yeah. a week where he can pop in and, you know, Ooh, like do a see, now you're... bunch of, you know, topics with us or something. Now like you're that. thinking outside like the box. Be fun. Yeah. And I like where your yeah. head's at. But again, I got to make sure everything is, you know, I's are dotted, T's are crossed and all that. Absolutely. Good stuff. Yes. We don't want to get in trouble. That's right. That's right. Well, um, a show note for tomorrow, by the way, Tuesday, as of now, we are still scheduled to go out and watch a full Notre Dame football practice tomorrow, yep. but that is going to be a night practice at seven o'clock. We still don't officially have word on where it's going to be. It's like one of those <laughs> well, secret key card invitations or I, something. I but, did. Uh, I, mean, I did text the head idea. coach. I did text but, the head coach. That belongs to that field. Yeah. Yes. And uh, but, but we're, we're going to be there. But the general masses don't have official Correct. Work, is what I'm saying. Like, Correct. Because you, you know, he's going to bring me something. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. I uh, I spoke with him. So. So yeah. because we're going out to watch practice at seven o'clock tomorrow night, we're going to start IB Nation Sports Talk at five o'clock. So we're going to start an hour early for yes. the live show viewers. If you tune in at 6, we're going to be wrapping up. Tune in at 5 o'clock. That's when we're doing Of course, you can still you know, of watch it. And you can download the podcast and all that kind of good stuff. But we're right. going live Tuesday at 5 o'clock. So we can wrap up at 6 and get out to the practice by 7 o'clock. So that's right. the plan. It's our yeah. last full practice viewing of the year. So yeah. hoping for a lot. If I'm not, I'm not lying to you. I, I'm, I'm hoping... I there's a lot Hoping for a little live tomorrow. scrimmage, a lot of pressure. you know, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm hoping for something pretty major to be honest with you, because uh, I can only handle so many, so many five period practices, you know what I mean? I mean, we're grateful. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. We've gotten more five period practices than any other time period. You know what I mean? But I, uh, man, I want to see some real football. That's, that's kind of what I need to see. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Decaf, it will not be at Mishawaka again. It will be at a different area high school. Yes, but it's, so. it's under wraps. Yes, but again, we have not received that official email right. telling us where and when and all that kind of good they, stuff. And they did they did do a couple of high schools last year. They they went to Penn at one point. They went to St. Joe last year. So the they went to Mishawaka this year, which they didn't go to last year, and then they're going to go to another school. So sounds like two high schools a year kind of a thing. So... You know, interesting. Josh asking if all practices are going to be evenings. No. Uh, as a matter of fact, Josh, we have two morning practices, Wednesday, or not Wednesday, uh, Thursday and Friday mornings that we'll be going to. Oh, so no. They're, just... they're at night, brother. Thursday and Friday? Mm-hmm. You sure about that? 100%. They're at 9.30 p.m. Hold on a second. <laughs> really? Yeah. Let me double check this. Because I... Because they're they're pretty much going to their evening. Oh, you're right. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Oh, so we get to watch the first five periods at nine thirty p.m. and then come back for <laughs> interviews at eleven thirty at night. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. So. Cool. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. I thought yeah. you'd enjoy that. Well, it frees up the day, but not the night. Interesting. All right. Well. Anybody who's not a night owl, this is not going to work for them. But, you know. I'm glad you pointed that out because it would have looked pretty stupid. Showing up at 930 in the morning. This is actually a good thing for me because you and Jesse are going to be doing the mailbag this Wednesday because my wife and I are going back to Chicago. Oh, yeah. uh, To celebrate our anniversary. We're going to see Bruce at Wrigley Field. and We're going to eat and all that kind of stuff. But this just means... That I don't have to get back at like 1.30 in the morning and then get up and go do. This is a good point. You know, early, you know, practice. But at the same time, it you, you know, it just works the other way around. We get to Solid do interviews. Solid 
get to do interviews at midnight. So solid point. Sweet. So I, I will answer this one since we're on topic. Uh, Irish Shytown wants to know did did Notre or does Notre Dame invite the Penn football team to watch? They did last year uh, when they went to Penn. So my guess is if you're the local team, if you're the team whose field they're using, then they invite at least a portion of the team to go. Last year it was the whole team. Um, I don't believe that's the case this year, but I could be wrong. Tommy's so. asking about logistics. Do you know like how they handled it? You know, yeah, did they dress on the bus and like were they in uniform when they got off the bus and that kind of thing? I believe they were in uniform. So basically, what they look like when they're coming out of the locker room. Uh, normally, you know how they cross the road to get to the the indoor facility, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. They pretty much come out and they get on a bus. And there's four buses with a police escort, and they head off because there are not facilities large enough at any of these high schools to house that big of a team and all their stuff right. like indoor you know I, you know what i mean like indoors for showers oh, and, and whatnot but yeah um so yeah they get on the bus and then they head back i mean it's like a five ten minute drive you know what i mean especially with the the schools that they've been going to so it's not too bad I'm still thinking about midnight interviews right now. I'm sorry. Is that what it does? It say 11:30 is when their post game well, interviews are going to be. When else are we going? It doesn't right. say specifically. Isn't enough that we're just going to cut off the, the interviews practice, completely? No, I mean point. the interviews are part of the schedule. I just didn't. Okay. I was not. I, I, you know, I guess I need to pay. I, you know, I obviously need to p- play closer attention, but <laughs> the practices that we've had have been 9:30 a.m. Correct. So as you scroll, you know, like, you know, I I just have kind of done, you know, glossaries kind of look at this. Sure. You know, schedule that they laid out for us. And there are nine thirties across the board. The difference is beginning this Thursday, August 10th, Mm -hmm. as you pointed out, it is nine 30 PM, but it still says nine 30. So I just, you know, like I said, I wasn't paying that close attention, but we have Marty Biagi and special teams after Thursday's practice, Jancy Stuckey and wide receivers after Friday's practice, yep. and then Saturday we don't get practice access, but okay. we we uh, talk to Marcus Freeman at noon in the stadium, and then two times next week, Tuesday and Wednesday, we have 9.30 p.m. once again with Dela McCullough and running backs and Mike Mickens and corners after those two practices. So okay. the answer is yes. Practice still starts at 9.30, but as Vince pointed out, it is p.m. and we still have the interviews afterwards, which means <laughs> they will begin somewhere around 11.30 at night. So, yeah. 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 We'll see. I'm going to try to make it to those. But You're a uh, night, Al. I was going to say, you can come. Well, come on over, Vince. Well, Dylan's got games, so I don't oh, like. Oh, it's always yep. my kid has games. I'm just saying, I've you know, played that game before. Come on, got, what do you? You got the football about? scrimmage on Friday night. Sean Styers, high school football is kicking off. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll talk about the Ireland uniforms in uh, rapid fire. Yes, We've we got will. a lot of stuff we're going to talk about. Some things that the uh, the Under Armour comments from Sam Hartman that I tweeted about. And uh, what else? Notre Dame is uh, in the where where Notre Dame is in the coaches poll and some other stuff. But let's talk about what we saw today, and more importantly, I think what we saw Saturday. They were, yes. you know, in full pads Saturday. We got we've got to see a pair of practices since Friday, Saturday morning, full pads, and then today they were not in full pads. Saturday, very physical. Today, the opposite of very physical. 
Um, would you say, because we've talked about, oh, what do you really see at these five-period practices? Would you say Saturday's five-period practice was the most eventful five-period practice maybe that we've ever got to see? I feel well. See, you you add in the caveat of five period practice, and so the, <laughs> that lowers the bar dramatically uh, for That's my excitement. Point, yeah, because so the bar is typically pretty low for these. It's things. very very low. Like today was a snooze fest <laughs> overall, uh, as far as you know things to see, you know that kind of a thing. But yeah, I mean they were full pads. They were knocking heads. They were doing some goal line stuff. I mean it was it was about as hot and heavy as we've ever seen for a five period practice. Now. I think some members of the media took it a blew it a little bit out of proportion, uh, but I will say that it was very entertaining for the twenty five minutes that we were there. That's that sure. never happens, Vince. Nobody, <laughs> nobody ever goes overboard with their <sighs> opinions and takes. Oh, there's definitely a take there. that's that, out there right now that is crazy, but we'll see if that actually come on, comes tell to me. fruition on Saturday. Tell me, can you tell me uh, who's starting on the offensive line? Oh, so we're making starting starters. Yes. Okay. Yes. Maybe we get a glimpse of that tomorrow night. That's what I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hoping tomorrow we can kind of put that nonsense to rest. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean to disparage the kid that they think is starting, but if that's the case, then there's a there's a bigger problem at hand. How about that? Oh, so I'm guessing that somebody thinks Emil Wagner is starting. Then is that no? Did somebody oh, else? Somebody else left guard. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm going to text you. Okay. Because I don't want to perpetuate rumors. You know what I mean? Because yeah. then if it does happen, then I'm going to look like a real idiot. But, you know, I don't see that as as happening. But I guess I guess you just never know. Um, but I would be shocked if that was the case. Yeah, I would too. Just because there's been a lot of mixing and matching yes. out there. I, and I and think that's what that fall camp getting... is for. Yeah, and we're like, we're two and a half weeks away. We're 19 days as of today. That is still almost three weeks away. It's Correct. two days shy of, of three weeks away. I think that, you know, as this week kind of, you know, crescendos, whatever you want to call it, you go up and then you come back to like, I think by the end of this week, I would think that they're probably going to stop sort of dabbling yes. with some of that Agreed. stuff. And you'll see a more consistent, you know, starting what looks like a starting unit out there because they've, they've been sort of, you know, mixing, matching, cross training, seeing where guys could fit for the future, you know, looking at some backup spots, I think, and that kind of stuff. So sure. I'm definitely not reading too much best. into what we've seen so far, but you know, if we get to see some live stuff tomorrow night, that could, you know, definitely put some more on that, but yes, absolutely. We'll see. I, I we'll appreciate see. salty having my back here kind of, it's kind of like a, a backhanded compliment here. It's, Vince, you don't have to worry about looking like an idiot because of that. <laughs> I look yeah. like an idiot because of a lot of other things. Because so thanks, of, yeah, there, I appreciate that. There are plenty yeah. of other things I can look like yeah. an idiot about, but not that. <laughs> it's like when my kids try to get me in trouble with my wife. I'm like, first of all, I didn't do what you're saying. Second of all, I got my own problems that I can get myself in trouble. I don't need your help. Right. All right. To get in plenty of trouble by myself. <laughs> I don't need you. Right. To help me, kid, get out of the way. Yes, uh, got exactly. plenty, I got a few videos from um, yes, Saturday's practice. Stuff. And let's start off. They, uh, you know, they started off in the red zone. They've got 
wide receivers and cornerbacks matched up, and the uh, the period, one of the big highlights is this right here. Jaden Thomas making that back shoulder catch against Cam Hart. That's big. I mean, it was big because it was real good coverage, but it was an even better throw and catch. I mean, and sometimes that's just the way – the way that it goes, you know what I mean? Sometimes you just, there's nothing you can do as a defender. Sometimes the throw is just that good, and sometimes the catch is that much better. And that was the case. It was a beautiful little back shoulder action. And, I mean, look at this. Just a perfectly placed ball. It was great coverage. It's a great coverage, you know? But yeah. uh, that, was, that was something else right there. Alex talking about the energy, and I think that that was kind of foreshadowing what we were going to get from that practice yes. because like after that, you know, they all sprint over there and they're all hype, obviously. And then what you don't see is they all like a bunch of guys are like running back toward the middle of the field. And I heard a couple of guys yelling, come on, let's scrimmage, let's scrimmage. Like they were ready to go and hit some people Saturday. Right. That is right. for sure. And you're going to see some of that hitting here in some of these other videos that I've got coming up. But that was a good start. No, it was a I great think. start. It was a it was a freaking fantastic start. Yeah. No doubt. Now, some people in the chat are wondering about the time, why they're doing it at night, you know, things like that. So right now it is six nineteen here in uh, South Bend slash Granger slash yeah. whatever. It's because of the time difference it's, between it's eleven. It's eleven nineteen in Ireland. So, mm -hmm. uh, so what is that? A five hour difference. So really, I mean, practicing at 9.30 at night doesn't really do anything for you from an Ireland standpoint because that's literally the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, it's like 4 a.m. So that's like a that. little, you know what I mean? So that doesn't really. But they're kind of trying to get their bodies yeah. used to going Well, what would be a little bit later. And they're obviously practicing at night because they have class during the day coming up here pretty soon. So they're probably getting ready. It's like all the high schools now next week because they all start school. They're all going to their regular like after school style practices right now at 9 30 still pretty late but my guess is they're going to start practicing later because of classes and whatnot so right yeah. so a little bit later in that practice saturday they had receivers blocking gunners to, you know kind of a special teams kind of drill the things got a little bit chippy <laughs> between Jaden mickey and rico flores jr and here is that one <laughs> <laughs> I always love it. You know, they've got the music blaring in the background oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Take a look at it one more time and boom. One thing oh. you don't have to worry about with Jaden Mickey is him being quiet. No, the emotion's going to be there. <laughs> always. <for> sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yeah, That's he's all, exactly and he'll start right. chirping even if he doesn't even do anything all that great. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He'll just, he's just a chirper, man. That's just who he is. And you don't, as a coach, you don't want to take that away from them. You don't want to like, because there's a lot of coaches that wouldn't like that. And I get it, right? But a kid like well, that, you don't want to take that away from him because then he doesn't play very well. There's some more chirping from uh, another player that's going to be is. coming up here in a little bit that uh, I'm curious to kind of get your your uh, thoughts on. But just this was like, you know, again, like Saturday was about competing. And like this was one of the first you know, sort of contract drills, especially with the receivers, you know, like what, what, what can these guys do as blockers? And you've, you've kind of been there before and that. Sure. It's definitely the overlooked part of being a wide receiver, but being a blocker is, 
is part of that deal. And how physical can you get? Saturday was about testing some physicality out there. If you can't block, you can't play. I mean, I'm sorry because, yes, I need you to catch and run routes and all that. But if you can't block, you can't play. And so they were getting physical uh, during this practice. And they were, you know, they do a lot of special teams up front, you know, at the beginning of these five-period classes. And that's what he does is they 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 force feed the kind of the physicality and the blocking and the you know that kind of stuff and they they always intermingle the offense and the defense and uh it is it's intense at times and it was definitely the most intense we've ever seen it at the beginning of practice on mm-hmm. Saturday for right sure now. for sure again that's that's what I'm saying it's it, it had to be one of the more eventful five period practices that we got because they all start with stretching and then they're 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 basically just position drills and stuff like right. that. Right. You know, with maybe a little bit, you know, like we've seen some pass routes and and stuff like that. But there, we we definitely have not seen this kind of contact for uh, for a while at the start of one of these five period practices. Now, I don't have the video of JD Bertrand blowing up Jabron <sighs> Payne. That was beautiful. But I do have Man. JD Bertrand against Audric Estime. Right here. Check that out real quick. Play that one more time real quick. You see, Estimate doing a pretty good job. And, I mean, that's really just two strong, good athletes. Oh, yeah. Two bulls going head-to-head right there. Yeah, look, J.D. is not – his forte is not going to be the spin move in the backfield. You know, that's not going to be his thing. It is like Jalen Sneed's thing. Like, he has a really nice spin move when he's trying to get off of a block. When JD just muscles a guy and pushes him backwards, that's where JD is going to be the most uh, effective. And that's where he was the most effective against uh, Jabron Payne. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, because he, I mean, Jabron Payne was like a stain on the sheet after he was done. I mean, he just ran him over. Yeah. Just absolutely ran him over. Josh said he doesn't understand the purpose of that drill. I'm not sure if he's talking about he's, the previous one. I think he's Dave. talking about the Jaden Mickey drill. So that was a special teams drill. And the whole point right. of it was going down and you're blocking while staying in your lane and making sure he doesn't get to the ball right. carry. It's a special teams drill. The dummy is basically the punt returner. Right. Kind of and it's, it's a like a gunner drill. trying to block, you know, or a, the, right. the, the receiver trying to block the gunner. Correct. Downfield on punt coverage. Yep. Um, now, he said he also saw a drill where the offensive linemen were getting handoffs. And that was basically just, it was an offensive line, defensive line thing um and i think we've actually got some of that here in just a second oh, okay and that was more you know they it's were like just mimicking those what, yeah those yeah. position groups were together so they just kind of let the offensive right. linemen have a little fun being ball carriers you know just like the defensive line you know like just follow the handoff kind right of it was just so that you could line blocks yeah. it was just so you could see the track of what the right. ball carrier would be doing right. behind the offensive line it, it, it wasn't, wasn't like, about it wasn't about the offensive lineman being a ball carrier uh, it was just no. it was <laughs> It was for the guys in front of him. And again, you know, you right. kind of let an offensive lineman who never gets to touch the ball have a little bit of fun. Right. You know, pretending he's <laughs> out there with the ball. So that takes me to Riley Mills. Oh, this one. And Blake Fisher. And this, is, this was unfortunate for Blake Fisher. <laughs> this, this was. This was. It's like Blake Fisher, you know, wants to know, you know, can I just, can I have that wiped? from the internet forever can i have that scrub how do i get that down well it's not good not on this show here we go hey riley oh, 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 oh my god 
That's and, what happens. Uh, 47, of course, was Jason Anye with the Hey Riley, Hey Riley, and then running through there all, all crazy. I'll play that one more time. This is just, this is man versus man again right here. Well, and this is why no matter how big you are, leverage still matters. And right. when you put your head down and you get your upper body in front of your lower body, it's it's easy for a defensive lineman to shed you. So, you know, you, but you, you can't do that. Look at. Look at the look at the just the man strength that Riley has oh, yeah. oh. on this. Boom! That I mean, he just... he threw around a three hundred and twenty pound dude like he was nothing. I know. Even though you know Fisher had his, I mean, he's in terrible position, right? That that was the problem. His like I said, his front half was over his bottom half, and so he was off balance. And Riley took one hundred percent advantage of that, and just it's like I always tell my wide receivers when I used to, when they used to block. Take them where their momentum is going. Fisher's momentum was going into the ground. And so he's like, okay, you can go too. And that's what happened. But it's still like, even if Fisher did that to me, I couldn't throw him to the ground. So Blake Fisher is six foot six, 310 pounds. Yeah. Now Riley Mills is not much smaller. He's 306 pounds himself, but that is just, that is a move. That is, and that just the strength that he has with his own upper body is. Is very. I'm going to play this one more time just because. Hey, Riley! Hey, Riley! Like, does Anya know what's coming? <laughs> like, why is he chirping there? God, that's a good question. He, he, maybe he's just trying to pump him up. Hey, Riley! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! I love that. There goes Jason on you. That's, That's your backup defensive lineman, by the way. Just yeah. having a great time, man. Just chirping That's and right. having a great time. That's right. And speaking of Jason Anye, he had, I saw that uh, Tommy was was looking for it. Um, let me see if I can. I'm a little slow with my cues here. We need a producer. This is what we need a producer. I know. Defense. Seriously. All right. Here is Jason Anye and Rocco Spindler. He's happy. He's happy, bro. He's happy. So this was the drill that that uh, Josh was talking about with the running back as the ball. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, yeah. Al Washington's just got a smile on his face like, yep, just do your thing. Yep. That's what I want from my defensive players. And I want I and that's exactly what I want from my offensive players, just doing what you do quietly. Like, I, okay, cool. You know, let's go again. You know, I everything about Saturday made me smile offensively, defensively. Like, it was, it was great, man. But, again, you got to carry it over. Like, it has to, it has to carry over to sound defensive play as well but right now being what third week of practice or wherever they are second week of practice i think i know we're starting week three so this is the third week of practice and they're still happy and excited and fired up and i mean that's what you want to see because they're getting into the dog days now yeah where it's not new anymore they've had full pads on for a week you know that's why they didn't have pads on today by the way because they're trying to give them a little bit of a break but this is where you just start to kind of like 
oh, another practice. Here we go. You know, and they're still fired up and playing. So I kind of dig it, man. The coaches are doing something right. If these kids are that, that fired up after two full weeks of practice. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Nick was saying it's going to make Blake better, and Riley is going to destroy people. Of course, exactly. talking about that play. Yeah, that's that's exactly well, right. Blake's going to know he can't do that. Yeah, you can't, just right. can't be – you can't be leaning with your chest forward like that. Exactly. That's that's what your legs and your butt are for. You gotta, right. you know, you gotta keep better balance. That will work on a lot of people. It will. Yeah. I mean, because Blake's a big strong dude, right? That's gonna work on a lot of different guys. It's not gonna work on guys as big and as strong as Riley Mills. And so the three or four games that you have where you're gonna be going up against guys as strong as Riley Mills, you have to have more sound fundamentals right. than what Blake Fisher had in that particular rep. I'm not saying he's like that all the time, guys, okay. He he's a very 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 good offensive tackle. Okay, but look, but Riley one, Mills, Riley Mills is a very good defensive tackle exactly. as well. And I'm I'm of the opinion that with him settled in at that position and with this extra weight and with the extra strength that he has, he's not going to destroy every right tackle or left tackle or who you know like right like that on a regular basis. But I think he's going to have a, a, oh, yeah. a pretty good season. Yeah, this year i agree i think he's gonna 100%. have a really good season this year and josh says he's been hearing good things about anya and that goes oh, back yeah. to the spring and that's another guy who's he's not even starting like, this is not you know like with the exception of mill you know like riley mills at you know what is that like almost six five and 306 he's the biggest you know biggest defensive lineman they have and so you know beyond him they don't have a ton of size but what they do have is numbers, and I think between the potential havoc that are, that are a really quick defensive line like they have with the depth that they have to go with it, I think it can. I think it can ultimately be a really good defensive line. You know, it's going to come down to does the depth is going to have to compensate the depth and the quickness, the destructiveness that they've talked about a lot this spring. That's going to have to compensate for the size thing and. Sure. Just across the board, I, I think we've seen really good things along those lines so far. I think I said spring, but fall, obviously. Wherever we are, it's all good. Yeah, we're good. David wants to know if if VD twenty one was twenty one year or twenty years old, which uh-huh. football position would he play? Well, I mean, I wasn't okay. You made me younger, but you didn't make me any taller. So, <laughs> um, when I was in high school, which would have been two years prior to being twenty. 
I was a wide receiver and a free safety. So, you know, that's what I played. I was not a great football player. Let's be real clear on that. Uh, I was a much better coach than I ever was a player. So I enjoyed it. So have some of my best friends were the guys I played football with, you know, that kind of a thing. But uh, yeah, I passed all my athletic genes onto my own kid. So he's way more athletic than I ever was. It's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. That's right. Father David says D line seemed like one of the biggest questions of the off season, just like corner last year. Hopefully it goes the same way. I think it's trending in that direction. Now they've got to go out and actually Agreed. play against teams with different colored jerseys on. But, you know, again, like I'm I'm saying just based on some things that we've seen, there is reason for a lot of optimism with this defensive line. You Agreed. know, again, they're not going to overpower with the exception of Riley Mills and, you know, like maybe Batello or, you know, like they're not going to overpower people, you know, with, with few exceptions. But I think right. between the depth and the quickness that they have that can really, you know, cause some problems in those gaps. I think that they can be a really good, really good unit this season. I completely agree. And I, they're going to be athletic. They're going to be quick. They're going to be, you know, for, for what they lack in size, I don't think they lack it in strength. Yeah, uh, that's which true. Is, which is important. You know what I mean? And I, I think you're going to see that. I think at the very least you're going to see some stalemates. And at that point, that's good because offensive linemen want to move you out of the way. Stalemate them. You know what I mean? Create a wall where the running back has nowhere to go, right? Now, that doesn't help you out very much when you're trying to pass rush, but that's what the outside guys are for. And those guys have gotten quicker and their moves have gotten better. And I think they're going to be able to get some pressure on the quarterback. Now, they're going to have to do that in the middle as well. But I think you're going to see faster and stronger defensive line as a whole than you have in the last couple of years. Completely agree. Completely agree. So that was uh, all the excitement was at, at Saturday's practice. And again, like, just look at, at that. Like, that's what we got to see out there, some of those kind of plays. And like I said, I didn't even have the, the Bertrand Jabron Payne play that everybody was talking about. And, you know, like to Payne's credit, you know, because he did get blown up on that one particular play, he came back. Mm-hmm. And uh, had a pretty good rep after that. He stalemated well. him. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's that's all you ask for in that particular situation. Right. You know, he stalemated him, which is great. Just like know? Blake Fisher's not going to get blown up on on no. every play. You know, no. So that's the important thing to remember. These are you know snapshots of what you right. get to see. It's one rep over the course of uh, a lot of reps right. during practice. Excuse me. So as for today. Um, a lot less exciting. They were not in full pads today, but uh, we got to see some kicking. Yeah, some we did. place kicking. At yeah, the start of practice today. Were you impressed by uh, what you saw? My my opinion of Spencer Schrader, I think, was reinforced uh, okay. from the last time we saw some kicking. Let me. Uh, the kid's got a boom it. leg. I mean, there's no doubt about it. It gets height right away. All right. Oh, there's one right there. I mean, look at that. It's over the top of it. The, they were, uh, right. as you can hear, they were playing, they were piping in crowd noise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, the kickers were kicking. 52-yard attempt. This is a 52-yard attempt. Go ahead and turn off the crowd noise. We don't need it. 52-yard <laughs> well, attempt. I mean, that He's that just explodes leg. off of his foot. The problem was it. it hit the wind and just just died. Um right. 
but the kid's got a leg, man. He will have no problem kicking 50-plus field goals if if the need arises, you know, in a late-game situation. Now, when he has missed, he has missed slightly to the left. Um, that's, that's what I noticed. He's got a little bit of a – He's got a little bit of little, a, little hook, a draw? A little hook on it. Is it a hook? Yeah. Okay. So you can tell how much I play golf. Uh, but <laughs> Well, uh, I don't golf either, but, the you know, the hook goes this okay. way. The slice right. goes away. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy guns. <laughs> I had a bad slice on mine. Oh, or did so I have a see uh, went that yeah. way? Like yeah, well, you know. can't see me, but uh <laughs> Tommy says Vince is standing there thinking to himself, Dylan can do this. That's right. <laughs> I, I'd be lying if I said that thought hadn't crossed my mind at times, but Spencer Schrader's got a really, really strong leg. Big leg. So, yep. I mean, it's you know, last year, Groupie had a really strong leg, despite the fact that he was 5'8". Like, but the ball exploded off of his foot. The problem mm-hmm. was with Groupie is you never really knew where it was going to go. Like, that was right. the biggest issue with him, right? I mean, strong leg, but, you know, I would say Spencer Schrader has an equally strong leg. It doesn't have the sound when it when when toe meets ball that Groupies did. But it's more of a high, like... It's got more hang time than anything Groupie ever did in the past. And it go, I think it goes a little further, to be honest with you. Groupies is more of a line drive style. Spencer Schrader's is really just gets some height and goes deep. Um, and so I, I think the kicking game is going to be just fine. I, I, I'm really not worried about that at all. Yeah, and I think we've kind of talked before. It's, it's kind of almost the way to go is, you know, like, especially if you're Notre Dame, there's going to be – grad transfer kickers available every year and you know that they'd like yep. to come to Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I saw the comment about Rubio. You're right. Like he and he and Mills are about the same size. Whether or not he's in the two deep, I think that is still TBD. That's debatable at this yeah. point. Um yeah. I think they're both like 306. Yeah. You know, cuz I actually did. I pulled up the roster when you said that. I was like, "Oh, really?" And you were right. I mean, that's you know, from a from a weight standpoint, the, the heaviest guy on the team is Charles Jagasaw at 330. And then your first defensive lineman is Aiden Kiana Ana. He's 309. And then, I forgot about him, but we haven't seen a whole lot of him. No, either. we haven't. And then Gabriel Rubio and Riley Mills are both 306. Both 306. And yeah. those are the only guys over 300 on the defensive line. Yeah. So, and Rubio, based on what we've seen and based on what Al Washington talked about last week, he's kind of the cutoff in terms of what the defensive line rotation might be. Cause I think we talked about this on last week's show. If I remember right, you like you've got Jean-Baptiste and Osafa Mensa at field end cross and Anya at nose. And then Kiana Aina would be the number three nose behind okay. them, not getting near the reps. Um, Mills. I guess actually, you know, Rubio potentially at defensive tackle, but you know, like, Tyson Ford is in that mix, I think, a little bit more right now than uh, than Rubio. Now, hold it. We're talking about Gobira. Never mind. Rubio is there, and then Ford as well. Okay. And then Botella, Tui Alamaka. Yeah, so you you would have Mills, Rubio, and Ford potentially in rotation at defensive tackle. Burnham, the third Viper, stands a chance to be in the mix. And again, Gobira is kind of the cutoff in terms of like you've got with Burnham in there and Ford that takes you to 10 and then go I think right now would be the 11th guy 
with, um, you know, like just some technique and kind of, you know, always being assignment ready and, and those kind of yeah. things. I, I think that that's still kind of the thing for Gobira, you know, kind of figuring a little bit out. Sure. Makes sense. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think when well, we talked about, you know, what would it mean if they went, what, nine or 10 deep or whatever it was uh, on the defensive line? I think that's only a good thing. That means these guys are forcing their way onto the field. It's not a matter of, crap, these top guys suck. We need to go find somebody else. Like, I don't feel like that's the case. I feel like some of these guys are, you know, starting to make a name for themselves and starting to push their way onto the field, even if it's, you know, in limited numbers or limited snaps. I think these guys are pushing their way onto the field, which is all you can ask for as a position coach and as a head coach. So. Right. And we don't have an official 2 deep right now. No, and we're not so. going to get one until the week of the Navy game. So. Yeah. And if this was Michigan, we wouldn't get one. So <laughs> had to bring them up, didn't you? <laughs> oh, just to make you smile. Just to make you smile, Vince. That's what it's for. All right. Well, that's a little practice notes. 